Welcome to the International Civil Society Centre's Futures and Innovation podcast. I'm Vicky Tung, the Programme Manager for Futures and Innovation here at the Centre. Our annual innovation report brings into focus innovations that can benefit international civil society organisations and also shows in turn how these organisations are benefiting society in challenging or complex contemporary contexts. This podcast episode forms part of our 2020 edition on civil society innovation and urban inclusion, highlighting how a range of organisations are working in cities around the world to deliver inclusive solutions for whole communities or particularly marginalised or vulnerable groups of residents. This podcast series and the Innovation Report is kindly supported by the Konrad Adenauer Stiftung, or CAS, and its Strong Cities 2030 initiative, promoting global collaboration and knowledge sharing for sustainable urban development. In this mini episode to launch the project, I'm finding out more about the Strong Cities 2030 initiative, how it partners with cities and civil society organisations around the world, and why they are supporting the Centre's Innovation Report this year. Firstly, I spoke with Christina Teichmann, the project coordinator for the initiative, and asked her to introduce CAS and the big idea behind Strong Cities 2030. The Strong Cities 2030 initiative is a new, a relatively new initiative of the Konrad Adenauer Foundation. And for some of our listeners who do, do not know what the Konrad Adenauer Foundation stands for, it's a German political foundation affiliated to the Christian Democrats. And uh, the main objectives of the foundations are to promote good governance, democracy, the rule of law and sustainable development. And Strong Cities 2030 um, is an initiative that aims to promote the sustainable development goal number 11, to make uh, cities stronger, more resilient, more sustainable. And um, it's a response to the kind of reality that we live in, that urbanization is a dominant feature of the 21st century and that rapid urbanization, especially in Africa and Asia, uh, poses many social, economic, but also many political challenges. And that cities play really a key role in the fight against climate change, natural destruction, poverty, and, and so much more. So the aim of Strong Cities 2030 is to grow a global network of young politicians and urban experts in order really to, to promote sustainable urban development. And I would like to stress that it is not a city network as such, not like C40, for example, but that it is a network of individuals, of uh, young politicians, local politicians and young urban experts. Strong Cities wants to provide a network and provides a platform for politicians and urban experts from around the globe to provide a space where they can share expertise, experiences, best practices, where they can learn from each other, but also where they can start cooperating, collaborating with each other. And members of our city network or of, of our network come from Melbourne, from Houston, from Singapore, Paris, Berlin, and um, also from Cape Town and uh, from Aachen, which is a partner city actually of Cape Town. For a city perspective on the value of engaging young politicians, I spoke to Alderman Marianne Nevout from the city of Cape Town. I just think our engagement with Care Strong Cities gives us the opportunity to enable our young politicians and local uh, leaders to embed 
the ability to make strong ethical decisions. It's not an easy path to follow. I think in future that cities is going to be really difficult to manage because you know, the more people, the larger the built environment offers more complicated and challenging decisions. Now, one decision will be a singular decision. They will all be complex. And the only thing that would hold up will be the ethical decision underpinned by science. And through this program of strong cities, we are enabled to send our younger politicians to be part of the bigger world and to make sure that, especially we as Cape Town, our vision is to be one of the strongest and more accountable cities in the world to take that vision forward. Strong Cities 2030 includes partnership with both cities and civil society organisations. I spoke to Kurt Ackerman, co-founder and executive manager of the civil society organisation, the South African Urban Food and Farming Trust, also based in Cape Town, about the value of this kind of collaboration. Organizations like CAS have been just fundamental to our, our growth and are essential to the kind of impact of scale or the effort to scale. With us in particular, working closely on the ground with projects and trying to build some of that connective tissue between them at the community scale and the bigger systemic issues, we need enablers and facilitators of networks like CAS to help not only seat us in a proper context, but open doors and, and provide kind of reflection from others around the world. And that where there are opportunities, these are the ways that we're going to find scale beyond our own borders, because we're very close to the ground and we need partners and enablers who can help us find these points of relevance elsewhere in the world. So we, we wouldn't be able to do what we do with any potential really for scale without these, these kinds of partners. And I spoke again to Christina about the importance of innovation and inclusive approaches between civil society and city government, a golden thread which runs through the case studies in our report. It's very important to distinguish between innovation and uh, invention. I think sometimes we put too much value on invention, but uh, in local government it's often uh, important not to, to reinvent the wheel, but to do things better, maybe services, maybe products uh, that uh, I offer, be it communication channels, whatsoever. So in, innovation is very important. But local government or government as such is not necessarily the place, you know, that is, is helpful to innovate. It is from its nature not necessarily the best place, you know, to have creative idea, to try things out, to try new things out where there's always a risk of failing. So I think it's important to, to really look at civil society because civil society and NGOs often respond to the need that is out there in the communities and that a need that either is not uh, known by the local government or maybe a local government is not in a position or can't uh, meet this need because of capacity or finances or because of other reasons. So I think it's important to, for local government to come on board and to partner with civil society that has this innovative idea and to look what is out there and really make use of them. On the other 
side, I think it's also important for civil society if they want to be successful and if they want their pro projects to be sustainable, to partner with local government because it has a much better chance a project to, to su sustain itself, you know, if it has a political support. I think it's very important for civil society to realize that political will and political support is really key when it comes to sustainability. There are two partners and obviously always a community that goes without mentioning that really need to work together and this is local government and civil society because both can benefit uh, immensely from each other's expertise and what they can do for each other. And why is Strong Cities 2030 supporting the International Civil Society Centre's 2020 report on urban inclusion? Strong Cities really has the aim to promote sustainable development. And um, I think when you, when you talk about sustainability, it has many aspects. It's not just about greening, it's not just about climate change and environment. Sustainability has many more aspects, socially, economically, politically. And it's very important to have documents that first of all showcase what the whole spectrum of what sustainability can mean and what it can address. And I think people always react more positive and more receptive to documents that include real case studies. I think this is really something that people learn the most from cases that are out there where you see the success where there is a description sometimes also about failures in between because nobody should think that every case study that is successful was a success from the beginning there are always phases where something doesn't look rosy where something doesn't work out and it's an encouragement to see you know how how case studies develop over time and how they manage to become successful. I think these are less lessons uh, that other people want to learn and that's why I think it's very important to have such a report that really is a document to look at and to be inspired by and to learn from and to have all the addresses and all the contacts that you need in order to, to ask the, the vital questions. And obviously case studies are not something that are um, transferable one-to-one. It always needs adaptation. I mean, also we in strong cities, we have individuals from the global south, we have individuals from the global north, and they have different sets of experiences and they grew up in different contexts, city contexts. But nevertheless, I think it's a beauty, you know, about this whole innovation report, also the beauty about strong cities to inspire and uh, cross-pollinate ideas and to really look at other countries and see how did they manage to do this and what was uh, the reason for the success and how could I maybe take this idea and adapt it to the needs that I have in my city. So I think this is a great report and uh, I'm really very, very happy as a coordinator of Strong Cities 2030 that the Konrad Adenauer Foundation has uh, supported uh, the production of this report. And I hope that many people and many civil society organizations will benefit from it. And as of course do we here at the International Civil Society Center. 
We'd like to extend a huge thank you to Christina and her colleagues at Strong Cities 2030 and the Conrad Adenauer Foundation for their support of this report and podcast series. Over the coming weeks, this podcast series will share 14 inspiring case studies on disruptive, scalable and inclusive urban solutions from a range of civil society organisations from cities around the world. We hope they inspire you as much as they have done us in the development of this report, so please stay tuned. You can find links to more information and resources on both this innovation case study and the Centre's 2020 Civil Society Innovation and Urban Inclusion Report in the podcast description. Many thanks to our producer, Julia Pazos, for all your hard work in making this podcast series happen. This podcast is kindly supported by the Konrad Adenauer Stiftung and its Strong Cities 2030 initiative, promoting global collaboration and knowledge sharing for sustainable urban development.